0: Hello, hello beautiful soul. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. Kirsty Seaward, behavior scientist and body image healing coach. Each week I'll bring to you wisdom and insights from my lived experience and my decade of coaching in the health, nutrition and wellness space. My gift to the world and to you is how deeply I can see and understand you. You can expect raw, vulnerable and powerful content my commitment to you is that I will not hold back. The wisdom I share is to help you cultivate self-awareness, reconnect with your body, deepen the most important relationship you have, the one with yourself, and to help you step into the most radiant and authentic version of you. You are worthy. You are enough. I am so grateful you're here right now. Let's begin. Hello beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode. Today as always, I am just so grateful that you're here listening to the wisdom that I have to share. And we're going to dive straight into that to today's topic, not have a big intro or anything. And today's topic came to me when I was into, back to a couple of episodes ago when I was interviewing Nez, my dear friend. If you haven't listened to episode 27 and 28 yet, please go back and listen to those because they are so powerful. But Nez and I spoke about, or Nez shared in one section, about how we hold on to things and let those things influence the way we show up. Like not even like days or months, but years later, and how not letting go of things can actually block us from becoming the best version of ourselves, being the best version of ourselves, and reaching our goals and it, they really it really puts limitations on uh, on us builds resentment and builds different emotions and we store those emotions when we don't let go of things and we hold on to them it's like something may have happened for example I used to be in this space I used to be like oh my ex left me and he did this and this is now the reason why I show up like this and yes there's a certain element of having awareness about why our patterns show up and how we show up. But holding on to that pain and that that resentment and that belief influences then how we continue to show up. And the second reason why this topic came up for me and why I wanted to talk about letting go is because I was doing a one of my full moon or my new moon rituals. And my partner actually asked me, What's all the hype about this full moon? Like, why do you get so hyped up? And what's what's the importance of it to you? And I sat with that question and I reflected. I'm an avid reflector. You'd know that now by listening to <laughs> to my podcast. And I thought, what. What about a full moon ritual and doing the the ritual or a new moon ritual is actually really important to me. What do I value in this? What do I what do I get from it? And yes, I believe in energetics and astrology, and I believe that there are certain transitions that help push us forward, push us forward, but really what it came down to for me is it's the ritual of each month sitting down and writing what I wish to let go of and also setting the intentions for the month ahead. And I truly think that doing this ritual of reflecting on what I wish to let go of has been one of the key things that allowed, that has allowed me to continue to evolve and grow this year more than I reckon I ever have previously in a year or a period of time. And it really comes down to letting go of things and bringing to light our shadows or our beliefs that sit there in the dark. Sometimes things we don't want to admit to ourselves or or take responsibility for, but bringing these things to light and and letting them go and not letting them hold weight moving forward. Because if you think about it, just think about something now. How long have you held on Held on to it? How long are you going to hold on to that conversation you had or the way you reacted to something or how someone else showed up and treated you? How much longer or how, much, how long have you been holding on to that for? And how much longer are you going to hold on to that? And then something also happened this morning, and I just really can't get over the divine timing of this conversation happening, but I was, and considering today, I was going to sit down and record this podcast on this exact topic, and I was having a conversation with one of my best friends in my DMs, and she'd sent me a picture She'd sent me a post, and in the post, it was saying how when you get stuck comparing your body or yourself to a previous version of yourself, and how you get stuck wishing that you were still that version, um, but your life circumstances have changed so much that it may be impossible for you to have to show up the same way you used to. Like you may have new responsibilities, new commitments, and new priorities that you actually can't commit to the same amount of exercise or. Um, the same amount of things you used to do, social things, for example, because you may have kids or something like that. So she she sent me this post that was essentially saying how we get stuck comparing ourselves to past versions of ourselves. And then she wrote something. She wrote, grieving, and I've written it down, I'm going to read it. So she wrote, grieving our past selves and forgiving them is such a hard thing. It's true work. And I wrote back to her, babe, that is the work that is doing the work it's bringing awareness to these versions this version of ourselves these past versions of ourselves and knowing that without them we couldn't be the version that we are today and then she wrote i'm going through grieving the person i was at 27 to 30 years and i know it's the only way to become the new version of myself who is truly at peace I can't become that person at peace without letting go of who I was and that version. So I'm going to reread that. I'm going through grieving the person I was at 27 to 30. And I know it's the only way to become the new version of myself who is truly at peace. I can't become that person without letting go. And that is such a deep thing to say. And it's such an important piece of us moving forward into the highest version of ourselves or transitioning into the next version of ourselves. Grieving the peop- the person we once was or the elements of how we once showed up and accepting those, but actually allowing ourselves to feel that Yes, my my behaviours have shifted. My identity has shifted, and this is like really felt. I know when clients um, become mums for the first time, it's a whole identity shift. And for example, even when I gave up alcohol, it was an identity shift. I had to let go of that girl, that party girl, that that fun girl. I had to let go of that identity and grieve. There was a period of grieving that because that was a coping mechanism, right? For for many emotions for me, a way to hide many emotions and to cope with them. Um, And there's a part, each time you transition into a new version of yourself or make a change, there is a certain period of grieving. And feeling that grief and that process is such an important part in the letting go process of allowing ourselves to move forward. Because if we keep replaying back and comparing ourselves to the person we once was or we used to be, we'll keep trying to pull ourselves back into that situation or back, we'll keep manifesting back into that environment. It may be physically a different environment, but the elements and the conditions and the experiences will continue to show up the same. Because we're desiring to still, to still be there rather than allowing ourselves to let go and truly grow into the person we're here to be and then what she also said to me and by the way I have permission to share this I've asked her permission to share this I wouldn't be sharing this without first asking her she she then said some of the things I used to do were so self-destructive and then I wrote back to her and said babe I get it I see you but I want you to know that we become the person we needed to be at that time in order to survive. How we show up in certain times throughout our life has been the best way we know how at that time in order to survive. We become the person that we needed to be to survive. But it's important to honor that and let go in order to move on. And acknowledge that without being that version of ourselves, we then wouldn't be who we are today. Because without those lessons and those experiences and those moments from being that version, being that person, we wouldn't have those lessons to take forward with us today. And yes, it's definitely our choice to take on board those lessons and to make that transition and integrate these lessons but without being that version of ourselves and going through those things we wouldn't be the person we are today and we wouldn't be able to hold or call in or take action on the things that we have today without those lessons because we may have uh, by going through those experiences and being that person we may our values may have now shifted and we may feel more grateful for the things that we once took for granted and that's a huge part of my story too. When I was suffering with breast implant illness, the one thing that I said that I valued was my health. And that was being taken away from me. That was slowly deteriorating over time as I was suffering. So now, and then, but then I also realized that. I wasn't really showing up in a way that valued my health that showed that I valued my my health. I wasn't feeling my emotions. I was using things like alcohol to cope with them. I was punishing my body with multiple workouts a day in order to look a certain way and to to be lean. I didn't have my period for 9 months. So that's not healthy. That's not lining up to valuing my health and my body. So now by going through that journey in that period, and yes, it was tough, it it now allows me to be the person that I am today and really show up in for the things that I value. So without those experiences, and yes, we all have showed up in some time of our life, you may be showing up right now in your life in ways that are destructive, self-destructive, ways that are sabotaging yourself, We've all shown up like that, but it's important that we do the work. And like my friend said, the true work, and I call it the inner work and the deep work to honor those parts and then accept that that's how we showed up in that version of us is there. Thank, thank that version of us and then let it go and allow yourself to move forward. So a couple of ways I practice letting go is by literally writing a list. So you can write a list, and this is what I typically do every month or at every full moon ritual that I do, um, charging all the crystals and those things, yes, is write a list of the things, the things you want to let go of, what, what things are holding you back. So, for example, it might be I let go of not feeling worthy. I let go of telling myself I'm not good enough. I let go of looking for love outside of me. I let go of waiting for that thing, whatever it is, to be happy. I let go of waiting for that person to make me happy. I let go of the idea that someone else is going to make me happy. I let go of not sending that email on time. I let go of the way I reacted in that conversation. I let go of that friendship that I feel like is no longer aligned. I let go of saying yes to the things that do not serve me. I let go of blaming myself for the way I showed up. I let go of the shame I'm holding on to myself. I let go of talking to myself in an unkind way. Like this list can be as long or as short as, as you desire it to be. But writing this list, like I let go of dot, dot, dot. I let go of physically writing down the list and taking it from your heart or your mind and getting it onto paper, energetically getting it out and acknowledging it and putting pen to paper, I always say journaling is so powerful because of the act of writing. Because the act of writing something in your own handwriting, your own font, through the pen onto paper. It's so powerful. So writing this down, writing this list down, and then when you finish writing the list, you can either burn it, if it's safe to do so, in a safe, do it all with the practices, do it with fire safety, or you can rip it up and throw it away and physically feel like take deep breaths as you do this and feel the emotion or the emotions coming out of you. Take deep breaths and feel like yourself letting go. Take a deep deep breath as you rip it up or you burn it and let go. And know that by doing this once or even twice may not shift the belief or the thought that's there, right? But it's the repetitiveness of doing this. So that's why I love the the full moon rituals every month. It's it's that set time each month where I, I, I do this, I let go, I write what I let go of, what I do not wish to bring forward into the new month, and then I set my new intentions. So you could even write, if you're struggling with something, like you're really holding on to something... You could do this every day, right? I let go of and write the thing and then rip it up as many times as you feel is needed and be gentle with yourself through the process too, because we're, we're rewiring neural pathways here as well. And that can take time. So repeating this is really helpful, but having the ritual of doing it every month, for example, and I like, I like to line it up with the moon. That happens to be what works for me and, and really makes me feel good as a ritual Another practice you can do if you're trying to, if you're wanting to let go of things is if you're in the shower, standing in the shower, taking deep breaths, feeling the water run down your back and thinking of things that you wish to let go of and picturing them running down your back with the water. So like water off a duck's back, let them flow, let them leave your body, let them leave your mind, leave your thoughts. Like that for a daily practice. Imagine your evening shower and giving yourself presence in the shower and being like, this is what I wish to let go of today. That tough conversation didn't go as well as I thought. Like I'm letting go of something that I may have said. I'm letting go of the person that didn't show up on time. I'm letting go of running late to that appointment and, and holding shame over myself for looking like I can't prioritize time. I let go of how i didn't say i love you today to my partner or i let go of of not receiving that free coffee not not opening myself up to receive the things that life is wanting to gift me i let myself go for 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 skipping lunch for example i let go of the guilt of doing that but i can know that tomorrow i can show up better like this could be a, an evening thing for you that could get you into letting go and and not taking these things days and days and days on. And then before you know it, you look back on the year and you're like, oh, that happened to me in January. And here I am in December still holding on to that conversational, that thing that happened. And I guarantee you it probably hasn't held the other person back, but it certainly has held you back in certain elements. And this is the same as when we go to start new habits with our eating and then we have in the back of our head – but I failed that time and I failed this and I failed that. Let go of that. There, I've spoken about this before, like there's never failure, there's only lessons. But if you're holding on to that thought and that belief that you fail everything that you try, that's holding you back from your true potential and becoming the version of you that you desire to be. Because if you go into it with that narrative of, if you don't let go of that narrative and you don't forgive yourself and forgiveness is such a powerful thing. If you don't let go and forgive yourself for how you showed up then, then you're, you're missing out on becoming the best version of you. And no one else is stopping that. But you like, you're the one holding that back, but you're the only one that can do this work to let go and to, and to allow yourself the possibility of moving forward No one else can wave a magic wand and everything be gone. We are the ones that have to unpack this, and we are the ones that have to intentionally let go of things. We change our inner world, and that changes our outer world. So your task, your exercise, before the end of this month, before you go into the new year, is going to be to write this list. Write the list of things you want to let go of, you desire to let go of. The things that are blocking you from showing up as a person you know that you are. The things that are blocking you from bringing your true self to the world. The things that are blocking you from from bringing your true self and letting others see your true self, your highest potential, yourself. So write a list of these things. I let go of telling myself I'm not worthy. I let go of holding on to that conversation. I let go of, of that pain and that hurt. I let go of being unkind to myself. I let go of being un, not showing up for myself. The guilt of that when I haven't previously done it. I let go of that. So write this list rip it up or burn it before going into 2023. And then if you want to, which I recommend you do, put a date in your calendar every month moving forward and you can align it with the full moon if if that works for you as well. I just love the whole ritual elements of that. Or it can be at the end of each month if you want to do it more formally like that. But put something in your calendar for each month, one day each month where you sit down with yourself with a warm cacao, for example, or it could be in the morning looking at the sunrise, a time of the day that works for you and do this every month, what you wish to let go of. But that's your exercise and I hope this episode landed. It's been such a powerful practice for me and I know it will shift things for you. Thank you again for being here and listening to the wisdom that I have to share. I am so grateful for all of your support throughout this year since I've launched the podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day.